How's everybody doing today? I thought I would come live and uh, just see how everybody's going, how everything's doing. Like, I mean, I wanted to talk about whatever topics you guys wanted to talk about, just kind of like a live Q&A, ask anything. Uh, and again, as long as you put your camera on, I've already posted the link. As long as you put your camera on, I will let you on screen. And then you can ask whatever question you want live. You can ask in the comments section too, of course, but <clears throat> you can ask live by coming onto the channel. Boom, there we go, pinned comment. So the link to join is in the pinned comment. And then I also, as with everything, because I'm not stupid and I'm going to you know, plug my goods, uh, you can get our new book. Give me one second. Beyond Willpower, The Hunger Management Method. I'm going to post the link right here. We also have some spots open for coaching. And as always, you can go to AmbrosianCollective.com and use the code MFNCOO to grab anything. We should be back in stock of no morbidity here in about a week or two, uh, about two weeks, actually, from what I'm understanding. <clears throat> so it'll be make a great Christmas present for everybody. We're hoping everybody has a great day. Janet, how are you? Peaceful lift. What's going on? Slash Shukin. Amelia C. J uh, Jessica, how is everybody? <clears throat> so I just wanted to leave it open to just start with Q&A. I might go to a few different things online. You can ask questions about anything. Uh, I'm going to try not to get the channel deleted. So if it is something that might actually have to, I have to word around, <clears throat> for instance, if it's something about the pandemic or something about that, although it seems to be like, like YouTube's even letting, letting, letting up a little bit, and they got kind of got their hands full, I would imagine, uh, today as a, uh, uh, a lot of stuff on Twitter was released yesterday about how the election was handled in 2020 with Twitter and suppression and stuff like that. If you guys aren't following that, you can follow the MFCOO right here. Uh, follow on Twitter. It's been an interesting morning for folks. That's all I got to say. Uh, <clears throat> one more second here. And again, I just wanted to put, I'll keep putting this in here. If you want to join, here is the link to join. All right. And what do we got going on? So far today, uh, I posted a video. I, I posted a video that just might upset people uh, where I say instead that like, that's what I do every day. But it says that uh, the before, like plus size model should be the before picture for after pictures. And I really believe that. Uh, it's kind of weird. Uh, Julie, uh, Juliet caught me live. Thank you very much. You guys give me topics of what you want me to go to, and I'll go to it. I really didn't have much planned today. I, I just wanted to come live, say hello to everybody, see how everybody's doing. How'd everybody's week go? If you have any questions, let me know uh, about anything. I mean, here's your opportunity. Like, a lot of people were like, oh, I wish you'd do a QA and a about this. I wish you'd do a QA and a about that. Here's your fucking chances, you know. Uh, it's too... Oh, jeez. Some people got some crazy comments going on about uh about that you know we might as well go to that like I, maybe, maybe we should just cover that let's see i don't i've seen people do it already on youtube i don't know how they'll react to me doing it and we try to help people here if you want to follow the politics stuff just go over to mfcoo here on twitter again um and also like i said uh, their links are in the comments section you can get uh, our book beyond willpower the hunger management method um, you can uh, also join the app for a month when you get the book. Uh, we deliver it right to you there. And uh, it gives you the Hunger Management Support Group, which is where I keep track of my nutrition and stuff like that. 
I am kind of starting to d- diminish my calories down. As a matter of fact, I got to get some of my, I got to get my morning supplements done. I'm running way behind on my morning supplements. Um, so I'm going to get some ember. I take no morbidity. I'll probably take no morbidity uh, a little later on today. We're probably heading out here in a little bit, which is going to be an awesome day. Make sure you get the right supplements, Game Changer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Amelia, how are you doing? Hey, it's uh, Izella. How the fuck are you? I'm Amy Jacobs. What's going on? Uh, so go ahead. You guys ask questions about whatever you want. I mean, I will, I'm willing to answer any questions about anything. Uh, we're just going to do a random Q&A. I, some, if you're just here to, to get entertained, we got to wait for people to ask random questions. Uh, machine uptake is my favorite. I don't, I don't do machine uptake too much. I, uh, morning, Alan. What's up, Ron? Slatsukin. Alan, I'm now just skipping breakfast and eating two, uh, two meals. That's good. That's good, good, good. That's what I do. Uh, and here's the thing. Mark and I were actually having a conversation about this. For most people, two meals a day is plenty. You know, If you're an athlete, I don't imagine you're going to need to get a third. But two meals a day should be plenty for most people. Jessica S., uh, like a month almost. Oop. Not a question, but just for FYI for anyone else, I don't know if this is common, but it seems like uh, it took no more a little while to really affect me. Uh, so anyone who just got it, don't give up. Yeah, it's, for some people, it's like that day. For some people, it takes like a week or two. Uh, but, you know, the, the concept is make sure you're hydrating really, really well the entire time. It should be giving you some decent stress relief effects right off the bat because those, those things don't need to titrate. For anybody who's wondering what that was, that was a half an ember, two nutrient driver, and uh, the two of the other ingredients for uh, to the other ingredients for what you call it for uh, uh, for product two. So, uh, I what, what all happened this week? Like, what all would you want me to check out? Like stuff that I've missed that I, that didn't get touched because I I do get very busy uh, talking about my stuff and everything like that. So what did I miss? Was there anything in the girl world, I should say, that I missed? Um, I even believe I talked about Amberlynn Reed this week. Um, uh, yes, I did have stress relief right off the bat. That's great to hear. Absolutely great to hear. Give me a sec. All right. I feel better now. Rainy day, wonder if I should still take a walk. Grab an umbrella, go for a walk. It's good for you. We're going to be getting out and about today, too. I cannot wait. Can't wait to get out and about today. Uh, your order from Tiger Fitness is coming today. That's outstanding. What all did you get? Let me know. Um, so what we're going to do here, I wanted, to I wanted to show something so we can discuss, I guess. This is my Twitter. Uh, this This is the... This is the area that I've, I've, I've been most vocal on lately. Again, if you're not following, please do. Uh, this is, I, 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 last night, I, the, a lot of stuff came out, but I said, what comes, uh, came out tonight will look like nothing when we get to the re- get the files released between the government and Twitter about COVID and the vaccine. It's going to be interesting, people. Uh, we'll see if anything gets done about it. But I mean, we all know we all know the truth of what happened. Uh, so this is something I wanted to talk about. This is 
because this, this is some crazy shit. Uh, some seriously crazy shit. Let me see if I can adjust. No, okay, it's going to be the same. All right. So here we go. Yes, I was. This is going to happen between my other video that I really need to. Okay, give me a second. I wanted to wanted to see if I can blow this up a little bit for myself so I can see exactly. Okay, so this right here, for those of you that can't read it, says that pretty privilege is so real, uh, so is skinny privilege. I've always been pretty, but as soon as I started gaining weight, suddenly I'm revolting. Uh, suddenly I'm revolting makes. Um, Due to talk about, like, Capitalism and patriarchy and white supremacy. But yeah. Oh, it's capitalism, patriarchy. It's going to happen between my other video that I. Capitalism and patriarchy. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Really need to do to talk about like capitalism and patriarchy and white supremacy. But yes, yes, this is what I was saying. The, the yes, because fat phobia is such an important part. So we're really at the stage where we got these people out here. Who are if you don't find them attractive because they're fat, like that there's like 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 women that take care of themselves physically because I'm sorry, that's the fucking case. Women that take care of themselves because I don't. I mean, here's my thing. Like, and if there's guy the guys in the comment section, you can you can also you can join in. Most guys I know don't like super, super skinny women either, just to be real. Like, I mean, most guys I, I know, like, it's more like the bikini model type thing, uh, which is uh, still an unrealistic standard. But, like, the fucking thing is, like, fucking people need to understand, like, it, not, you're not everybody's going to be for everybody, you know? And to think it's privileged to be skinny, it, like, if a fat person uses the term skinny privilege. It's something that they could do themselves. They could lose weight. Anybody can lose weight. Anybody can lose weight. Of uh, uh, pretty privilege as we know it in beauty culture and diet culture and also white supremacy because fat phobia <laughs> Beauty culture and diet culture and also white supremacy because, of course, I got to make sure that I bring that in so people don't think I'm fucking fool. That's This has been the fucking thing for, you know, two years, three years now, right? Throw in racism, throw in uh, some sort of phobia, throw in this, throw in that. That way, people that just are going to openly fucking laugh at your stupid ass shit. This fucking crazy ass woman is, you know, talking about pretty privilege. Like, I, if people, if you really think that other people have an advantage over you because of how they look, okay, but it doesn't, it's not privilege, you know, like some people, like you're, you're, you could be better at something than those people, you know, is that privilege, you know, like, Especially when it comes to skin, there's no such thing as skinny privilege. There is just obese consequences. That's all. That's all. Ridiculous ass people.
is inherently rooted in racism and the belief that the thin white body is the ideal, whereas any other kind of body, specifically the, you know, black body and the fat body are seen as ugly and revolting. She called all black people fat here. Like let, let's like you saw you saw how she tried to had reword had to reword this. Watch this. And the fat body, our body, and the fat specifically the, you know. Look, 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 look. She's like, how do I say this without saying all all black people are fat? Look at that. Look at her. She's like, oh shit, I'm stuck. Black body and the fat body are seen as ugly and revolting because this i if it, I, i'm just gonna be real she just called all black people fat in my opinion or at least all black women fat that's crazy i mean like they don't even hear they don't even realize it i've seen this story so many times i have two this is no shit i have i have two I, I weigh I weigh about a hundred pounds more than I weigh right now, and you know, while dudes treated me one way, like many 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 dudes like fucking uh, stepped out of my way, you know, when I was when I'd be walking, uh, I definitely like like in this picture right up here, like when I'm when I'm that lean, I get different looks from different people. Was it privilege? There's a little bit of work that goes into that. You know, that's not privilege. Just so you know, that's not privilege. Of people who have like, who grew up thin and they were considered so pretty and they were considered just absolutely beautiful by everyone they knew. And then all of a sudden, maybe they got pregnant, maybe they got sick, something happened, they gained weight and everyone's like, oh God, what's wrong with you, you fucking monster? Nobody's actually called, like, that's fucking ridiculous. I just if if you're around people that if you gain a little bit of weight they call you a monster, like you are a shitty choice of fucking people to be around you. Listen, I was fat as fuck. You guys can see the the thumbnail of this video, right? Fat as fuck. The woman in the video loved me just as much then as she does now. I think she probably likes me, loves me more now. I would hope because we keep growing together. But I mean, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like. Her biggest concern was my health because she wants to spend a long, long time with me. You know, like if you pick people that you're going to gain some weight and then they're going to be like, oh, you're a monster, then you pick the wrong fucking person. You have to be a shitty, like you treat your body shitty and you're a shitty judge of fucking character. And like, I've also seen the inverse a ton of times because people have, like, I've seen so many stories by people who were like, I was sick. I had something like, like cancer or I was addicted to heroin or hard drugs and it just sapped my body weight away and I was so thin and so frail and people started talking about how beautiful I was and how uh like like how much better I looked than when I had more weight on me which is okay so it's another argument they use that like you know my health is none of your business. They, they, they if we, tr if, if the fat acceptance community tries to decouple health and appearance, why would it? Why would? Why would we not do this inversely? Like, 
if you lose weight because you have some sort of disease and you happen to be more aesthetically appealing to people because you are indeed not fat as fuck, because we are hardwired as a species to register being morbidly obese, like being as fat as this woman over here is not healthy. We know this. It's not like you, we biologically, it's wired in our brain. We know this, like this woman abuses herself, not just because of how she looks and the fucking crazy ass, the makeup and everything like that. Like this woman's face tells you the roundness, the ovalness of her face tells you that she is indeed gluttoning herself over and over and over and over and over again. She is gluttoning herself to a state of ill health. So we know this. I mean, people find us less attractive because it, it, it is biologically. It is less uh, desirable to mate with somebody uh, to try to be with them forever that is in fact going to then burden you down you know hey what's up casey give me one second i got somebody joining uh but it is in fact an issue we'll get back to this video here in a little bit remove what's up casey how the fuck yo you what's up brother how you been man pretty good pretty good man how much weight Since have you lost so far? here how much weight have you lost man um Right now, I've lost 205 pounds so far. That's outstanding, bro. What? So what? What got you started? What was your What was your max weight? First of all, my max weight was 515. Mm. 515 man. pounds, man. I was fat as fuck, as you like to say. Yeah, that is fat as fuck, dude. Like, uh, I mean, it's the thing. Like, people don't like when I say that. Like, people are like, "Oh, it's so insulting." <laughs> it's super true. It's, it's like. The, <laughs> <laughs> super, like was, super, super true. You know, I was like, wearing, I was, I was wearing a size fi uh, fifty six man pants. I was wearing a, a six extra large shirt. That is fat. Yeah, yeah that's fat. That's that's. Uh, and how much? Like, I bet you. And were you always big, bro? Yeah, I mean, when I when I became a teenager, that's when I started eating all the junk, and I've always been yeah. a fat kid. Then I yeah. turned into a fat adult. Yeah, and then uh, like so. Really, this is the first. Like, when was the last time you were under three hundred pounds? When I was fifteen years old, I'm thirty. Yeah, right yeah, dude. See, that's the thing. Like, just my biggest advice to people that have been big their entire life is that, like, you don't know, you don't know how good you're going to feel when it's all gone. You know what I mean? Because the fucked up thing about society is this, and I think you've even asked me about this multiple times. Like, you weighed five hundred pounds. There's going to be some loose skin, bro. Like, I mean, like, I mean, it's just, it's, it's reality. Right. But if people get wor way worried about that. And oftentimes when they get to a point where they've lost enough weight that, that they're getting more loose skin than what they would necessarily are, like want, they kind of mentally block themselves a little bit, right. From, from the finishing up the rest of the weight. You know, the thing is you're still fairly young. Some of that might, might pull back in or like that, or you can do whatever, but people don't realize like, especially people that were bigger, like their entire life, you probably feel so much fucking better than you have in, a, in for fucking ever already, right? Being able to uh, to run on a treadmill, being able to run marathons. Yeah, that's yeah dude. Great. Yeah, dude. Yo, like it, I, it, the world I'd that rather, becomes accessible to you is crazy. What were you going to say? I'd rather have loose skin than to have somebody chop off my limbs. Yeah, that's a great way to fucking look at it, bro, because that's the... People need to get there. Like, I, 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 I know it's like... I seem like the villain for saying this, but I got to be real, the wave of illness that's coming. Like when you look around 
And I think it's a different thing too, because like I started, when I started losing weight, the fat acceptance movement started coming into like population. So mm -hmm. like all of a sudden, like I'm losing weight and I just see other people around me gaining so much weight because we really did hit a stage in society. It was like five or six years ago where it just like exploded. Like the new numbers came out for like, it was 42.5% of people were obese. That came out in like 2018. You know what I mean? And then uh, right after that, man, it was like people, like it just like exploded, you know? And I'm just like, we're in my mind, like I, I have a hard time walking around and thinking we're not like at 60% obesity, but that's because I think that people, people, it's so, it's so skewed that like, people aren't viewing it that way anymore. Like how many people are like, I bet you it's interesting for you because you were bigger like for most of your life. And now you're probably seeing a lot of people that were bigger than you or that are bigger than you now that like, you're like a lot more in the number of people that are bigger than you now than what you would have thought uh, before. All you got to do is go to your local target or Walmart. And you see yeah. it's how bad it's gotten, especially the kids. Yeah. Like, these kids, like no kids, should be a hundred pounds before you know before they're ten years old. Like, come on, yeah, yeah it's tough. Like, and it's, I mean, it's a trickle down effect. I mean, people even got fat pets now. Yeah. Oh, I know. Well, I mean, it's unfortunate I have a fat cat, but we're working on it. We have the problem is we have two healthy sized cats and one fat cat, and she just eats everybody's food. Johnny, I'll get with you in a second. We have another. We have another commenter. Did you have any questions for me, man? Uh, yes, sir. Um, when you get to everybody hits that plateau because I got 90 pounds left to lose. Yeah. What do you what do you do when you hit a plateau? Like, how do you jumpstart and and uh, reset? All right. So, I mean, if you're, you're you're at a plateau, right, about 300 pounds. It's weird how it works that out. A lot of times it's because the 100 pound mark is a mental thing, too. Like, like each 100 pounds. Right. It's like uh, like getting under 200 pounds is very tough for me for some reason. Like I had like, I also had this weird thing going on where like under two, under 200 pounds meant like I was like weak too. I don't know why, but, uh, once I, once I broke over that, I was, we were good. But what I, the biggest thing I think I got to say for you is like, I would take a look at the basics. Like how, like you probably think you get plenty of hydration. You probably do because you work out a lot. Six gallons, six gallons of water a day, Yeah, six gallons of water a day. You drink six gallons of water a day. Yes, I do. Guarantee. A, no that, lie. Six gallons. That's a lot of fucking water. About what your calories are at? Um, I try to keep them in between 2,000 to 1,500. I try to keep it in between there depending on what I eat. So you're eating 2,000 calories and you're not losing weight? I am. like, But, of course, everybody's going to hit that plateau where it's like, all right. Oh, okay. So you haven't hit it. You haven't, you haven't hit it yet. Dude, if you if you stay if you stay somewhere around like eighteen hundred to twenty two hundred calories and stay active, I have a hard time believing you're not going to get get down to somewhere around like the two hundred and twenty pound mark just at the pace you're supposed to go. You know that's what I mean? What, that's my aim to get down to yeah. two hundred twenty pounds and stay yeah. around there. Yeah. How tall are you? Six four. Yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you ought to be you ought to be good about right about there. I mean, the thing is, I if you just kind of I I would not make too many. Uh, too many other fucking adjustments, you know, because un until you would actually hit a plateau, because if you're happy, satiated, satisfied with your food right now, you know, if you're eating food that makes you feel happy, you know, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't see a huge, huge issue with it. Hitting a plateau, I would take a step back and take a look at my, the first things I do, hydration, you, you seem to get, have that plenty good. 
what's your sleep like? What's your stress like? Is anything, has anything creeped in? You know what I mean? Has well, anything like, uh, like anything like, uh, like snacking, anything like that creeped in? And then just take a look at that stuff. Well, I mean, as far as sleeping goes, I work three jobs. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, sleeping ain't all that great. Right. But for snacking, I usually just keep things, you know, like, you know, I keep nuts like almonds, things like that. You gotta be careful, man. Like, like almonds can creep up on you too. Like a handful of a handful of almonds is like it could be a couple hundred calories. So you gotta watch. Like if you have multiple ones of those, that somehow it sneaks. It, sometimes it sneaks in. But uh, you know, it, it, it to me it would depend on like it, it would depend on like what you get stuck at. Of course, you know you can reach out to me too. So you're on the app. That's so true. It seems like people in the comment section are are questioning the six gallons of water. Do you mean liters or do you mean gallons? No, six gallons of water a day. Yeah. Like the, I, the, the gallons that you go, because like I said, I'm working 18, 20 hours a day. Yeah. I'm on my feet running around outside. So trust me. And this is, I, this is, uh, okay. I mean, what would, what would he hit water poison levels? That's, I mean, as, you're going to, you're going to, as long as, long, as long as you're, as long as you're getting sodium in your food, that's, that's really not, like, you would need to, like, absolutely, there's no water poisoning. Stop listening. Stop listening to the fucking action. Listening to the fucking lunatics on fucking Twitter and shit like that. There's that try to tell people not to work out for water poisoning or take too much water for water poisoning or whatever. That's that's not a real thing. You can fuck up your electrolyte balance and everything like that, but it takes a lot to do it. And if you're eating, if you're eating regularly and salting your food, that's fine. I would I would argue that six gallons of water for a 300 pound person. You know, I would argue that that is a little high, probably because it's more than more encumbering than anything. But you work 18 hours a day, you're out and about, you know, I mean, I, I think that, that that's, you know, it depends on what you're working in, too. But I would say that six, you know, multiple, I, 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 fuck, I take in three or four during the summer gallons of water. Just be real. Like, like I, there's been oh, three. I, I, there's been many days where I take in close to 400 ounces of water and I'm a 180 pound dude, you know, like. You're gonna go to the bathroom. It's not like you're gonna hold all that water, right? Yeah, right. I mean, that's the thing. Like, and if you're if you're salting your food and everything like that, it's really not that not that big of an issue. People 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 worried about overhydration are almost always, in my opinion, classically underhydrated. Like, I mean, I believe that's the biggest issue. But back to your thing, dude. Instead of instead of listening to the comment section, back to your thing. If you hit if you hit a plateau. First of all, don't make any quick adjustments. Okay, like if you weigh yourself in one week and you haven't lost any weight, wait to the next. Wait to the next week. It could have just been a hydration thing, you, you know, something something off. Especially because you do take in a lot of fluid, right? But yeah. <clears throat> hang on a second. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what he's eating too, though, Candice. I, I agree, but you know, you don't need to like again. Athletes, at, athletes in humid climates take in gallons and gallons of water. Like uh, technically right now he's taken in six gallons of water. That's somewhere around, you know, 2.2 times his body mass in ounces, uh, you know, in, in, uh, in pounds of bo per body mass in ounces. And I I probably, the thing is like, I was drinking that stuff when I was 515. I just got used to drinking it. Yeah, yeah. So it's just whatever. I just knock I, it out. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that, that, that's, that's, 
to me, I, that's understandable. But I, but she is correct. You do got to watch your potassium levels, everything like that. You should be taking multivitamins, blah, 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 all that oh, stuff. Trust me, I, I got a lot of supplements, a lot of yeah. multivitamins, yeah. things that I take. All Plus, right, man. No morbidity. Outstanding. Outstanding. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. But, yeah. hey, man, I'm going to I'm gonna hop on to the next person. Dude, thank you for joining. I hope, uh, hope you can join more often. I'll probably do these Saturdays at this time. But make sure yep. you're getting your rest. If you need anything, reach out to me, okay? Yes, sir. Nice talking to you. All right, man. We'll talk soon, man. Bye. Yeah. Give me one second, dude. All right. And what's up, Johnny? How you doing, man? Oh, hey, what's up, man? Sorry, I was down in my uh, immortal. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. How you been? Doing good, man. Uh, good to finally talk to you. I know we always chat, yeah. chat on Twitter. Yeah, how you been, man? Uh, uh, you've lost a bunch of weight too, haven't you? Yeah, I, I'm. I weighed this morning. I'm down to two twenty four point seven. What was the max? Uh, at my highest, I was like three eighty something. Oh shit, dude, that's a lot of weight. Yeah, and then after I got COVID early last year, um. I was like 362. Yeah. And then when I really decided to get my shit together, I was like 345. And then um, my wife and I just, she wanted to do it. So we just tag teamed it together. And she's awesome. lost like 65 pounds. And she's 5'4. She's 5'4. So she's a shorty. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we're just both. I love, how, I love, love how people call their wives 5'4 or shorties when my like Crystal's like five foot. One. Yeah, I'm six we, three, so <laughs> and, 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 and we lie about the one. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's so what. What questions you have for me? Um. Well, I've been stuck like in the twenty, you know, two twenty four to two twenty seven mark for about three four weeks. Okay. Um, been playing around with macros a little bit, trying to hit at least around two twenty to two thirty grams of protein a day. Yeah. Carbs kind of fluctuate depending on if it's deadlift day or squat day. Um, okay, so, so you you feed different days. I do. Uh, some days I just don't feel like having carbs, so I won't. Um, but I'm I've kind of I've kind of gotten to the point where the weight loss thing. I'm kind of there. I've got. I wanted to hit about two ten, two fifteen, but. Um, just feeling kind of stuck. So I don't know if it's uh, where my training nutrition is classic is starting to clash with the mental goal that I have. I mean, I, I do. I, my biggest thing is for somebody that's lost a tremendous amount of weight. If I was you, I'd find a way to very much normalize this out to the point where it's, it's not, it doesn't have to be super, super, super meticulous. Okay. Yeah. It sounds to me like you are, you have a very, like with most people that have lost a tremendous amount of weight, there's lots of, like, lots of pieces in place. Right. Yeah, well, so, yeah. Well, I'm always talking to you, and I like I'll ask a question, and to me, it's just a data point. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, there's that's that. I don't hang too much on it. It's just like, okay, let me put it on the board and look at the big picture. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's just the way my head works. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, if I was you, I would take a look at your largest meal, eat 75%, drink some water, see if you're still hungry. Like mm -hmm. technically at this stage, man, you're, you're looking for like another 10, 20 pounds, maybe over the course of, of a year, you're looking for a hundred, an extra hundred to 200 calories. I wouldn't mm -hmm. worry way more about it being sustainable at this yeah. stage. 
than anything. Like instead of trying to force the last like 10 pounds, like the last, like if you're going to lose 200 pounds, the last 20 is going to be slow as fuck. Nickel and diamond. Yeah. Because what you've done is set up, you've set up an area for yourself to develop this into like a more of a lifestyle. Yeah. And you, you should be totally appeased with how you, how, with how you function, like how you operate. Yeah. So, that's, that's the part that I don't struggle with. Yeah. I, so if I if I was if I was you, I just I, I would wait it out for like another another month or two, okay. you know, and just not like not you know just do your things, not be necessarily be as concerned about about that. And you're at the stage now, man. Like I mean, because uh, I, I I've seen your posts. You're at the stage now where you can kind of look in the mirror and start telling some differences. You know what I mean? I am um, that. Like I'm starting yeah. to see more and more abs and things like yeah. that. Which so that's I mean I I don't even step on a scale. That's what I kind of go by too. Like, I mean, I go by, I go by that and I go by this in my face. Like when this starts yeah. coming in and I've, you can't tell because I got my fucking, I got my fucking three day of growth on because my beard yeah. grows like so fucking crazy. But yeah. like when I start seeing like the cut through here in my cheeks, I know that yeah. I, it's the first thing to sap on me. This is like literally how I know if I'm in a deficit or not, because it fills back up when I'm not and it's, it's weird. So I feel yeah, I'm definitely starting to notice it like on my left side. Yeah. So I would start paying more attention to that stuff and then literally just try to like, you know, sit back and take a look at your portion sizes. Are they portion sizes even for healthy food that you would eat when you were bigger? Like that was a big, big adjustment for me too. like uh, all of a sudden we realized like I'm like I'm eating healthy shit. Why can't I? Why am I? Did I stop losing weight? Well, I'm also eating like the portion size of beef I would have eaten when I weighed like 280 pounds versus the portion yeah. size of beef that I'm going to look when I'm, when I'm like 170 100, or 180 pounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got to take a look at that. That's one of the reasons why I do like uh, uh, I, I, what's one of the reasons why I think no morbidity helped me over the last little hump of my, my weight loss and stuff like that is because I was able to sit back and be like, okay, I'm going to eat 75% of this meal, drink some fluid, wait 20 minutes, and then see if I was still hungry. Since I wasn't still hungry, you know, I did, then took a look at it. Now it's a little different now because like I have to, I have to watch more carefully because I literally am like a state of non-existent hunger because of everything I'm, I'm using yeah. and, and, and how I eat. Like it's all, it's also a combination very much of like fucking 280 ounces of fluid in a day. Plus fucking, uh, I start my day. I, like I literally do everything that this book says, I literally do on a daily basis. Like I wake, I wake up coffee supplements, uh, no food at all till like two o'clock. Two o'clock. It's almost always all 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 beef or all uh, all pork, uh, like protein, healthy fat with some mustard. That's it. You know, normally. Yeah. And then the evening meal has some carbohydrates to it. Sometimes, not even all. Like it, it, like it will oftentimes have vegetable carbohydrates, but not starchy vegetable carbohydrates. And then evening is is normally I'm gonna have like I had rice cakes last night. I had rice. I had rice cakes. Uh, Philly cream cheese and a little bit of uh, uh, we there's like a, a raspberry jalapeno jelly that's made from a local place and I had just a little bit of that it was fucking delicious right nice. just to yeah. avoid it but if I was you I'd uh, just keep building that up like where you're happy at and stuff like that all right man cool all right hey join me again sometime soon I do have a, I do have Liz down down in here that I'm I'm gonna get to right now how you doing Liz I saw you I wasn't trying to ignore you uh, so uh, but man uh, let me know and keep uh, keep in contact with me on Twitter too okay yeah good talking to you brother. All right, man. And if you have any other questions, let me know. Okay. Take care, bud. Bye. And Liz, how are you doing? Doing well. I'm good, so good, good. sorry. I'm so nervous. <laughs> oh, please don't be. But you, you can always hang up on me if I if I'm if I'm rude. So. No. Liz, <laughs> I'm just playing. Liz, I saw that you 
uh, love to jump on with you. I have PCOS and, and uh, IR and take Ozempic, Metformin, and Mayo and have lost almost 90 pounds this year. That's fucking excellent. That's outstanding for you. Congratulations. I bet you feel a world different too. I got to admit, everyone asked me that. And I think it's because I was heavy for so long that I don't really feel a difference between me when I was heavier and me now. What, what was your heaviest, if you don't mind my asking? Oh, yeah, no problem. So I was 350 pounds at my heaviest. I'm six foot two, for reference. Wow. Uh, yeah, so I'm a very tall woman. You make, make, make me feel short. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, uh, big all your life? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. I So I was 350 pounds um, by my senior year of high school. Um, oh. Just for reference, I'm 24 year, now. I'm 24 years old now. So that was only like... I don't even, I can't do math, probably six years ago, whatever. Okay. And what's, what, what's the food that's been the hardest? Oh, shit. I mean, I, okay, so with Ozembic, this is actually why I really wanted to hop on here. Um, I get food repulsed really easily now. But what's crazy is I'm only food repulsed against, like, soft foods. So, like, and of course, um, like, if you're cooking vegetables and stuff like that and chicken, like grilled chicken, don't get me started. It's disgusting now. Um, but potatoes. Oh, my God. It's so hard to give up potatoes. So potatoes in what form? French fries or baked? All of the above. Um, like, <laughs> we just had Thanksgiving, and yeah. my my dad made mashed potatoes with, like, the work, sour cream, cheese, whatever. And I was like, Liz, do not scoop, like, your 350 pounds onto your plate right now, because you are only going to eat two bites of that, and then everyone's going to – you're going to be wasting food. Okay. So Ozempic has you, has you completely hunger managed then, but – the, the, the couple questions, because I've spoken to some people on it, but everybody's everybody seems a little different, and you're on a few other things too. So, yes. uh, it does make you like foods. Make, some food makes you nauseous, or is it all food? It's a lot of foods, and also surprisingly, Ozempic doesn't control my hunger the way that I thought it would. I have absolutely no appetite suppressing suppressing effects on it. So, what I'm doing is calorie counting. I mean, and you know, if I'm hungry, like oh well, I'm hungry. So is, is uh, did you have a did you have trouble with sugar before, or is the met is the metformin to help control weight, or is the metformin to help control blood sugar? Uh, it's to help with my insulin resistance for my PCOS. So yeah, okay. I had insulin resistance. Have you tried berberine? I have, and actually, my doctor took me off of it because she wanted me to do metformin instead. And um, I have to be honest, I didn't see too much of an effect from the berberine, um, and I haven't also seen too much of an effect from the metformin. Um, the greatest effect that I've gotten is from intermittent fasting, and then obviously I eat under 100 grams of carbs a day. Um, and I try to follow your recipe of like only eating like the starchy vegetables. Um, like towards the end of the day, like just a smaller amount. And that seems to help a lot with my blood sugar. It does. That, that's yes. that's why I like it too. Cause like, I, I'm not insulin resistant by any stretch of your imagination, but man, like blood sugar cravings for me are a fucking real thing. Yes. You know, like I, it's, if I take in any type of, uh, any type of, even something that, <laughs> the worst part is it can taste sweet. It doesn't even need to have to have sugar for me. And my brain goes through this, whole rundown series of what it tastes like and everything like that and i mean it's just it's like insane you know what i mean like I, like like i will eat something sweet that just tastes sweet it doesn't even need to have sugar in it and i'll be like oh i could go for another one of those like we've actually had trouble before where i only do so many sweet potatoes i only bake off so many sweet potatoes at a time 
because I can really fucking mow down some sweet potatoes too. Like, I'll, like if it's still a problem if you eat five of them. You know, you know what I mean. Like, it's it's not it's if I if if I as my sweet treat end up eating five you know sweet potatoes, that's not a treat. That's a sweet meal. You know. So yes. I'm happy to hear I'm happy to hear that that that's been working for you. The it's weird that the metformin isn't actually helping that much because it really it, it really really should. You know. I'm not gonna lie. I so I've been through forty doctors basically my entire life trying to get the diagnosis for PCOS because I always knew something wasn't right. Um, right. And I still don't entirely believe that I have PCOS. I do think I might have Cushing's, which is why I don't think that some of these medications are working for me. Um, yep. But um, at this point, like, I'm just, I, I mean, treating Cushing's and PCOS, you know, natural yeast is very similar. So I'm trying right. to just sleep well, eat well, and, um, you know, exercise 30 minutes at least a day. Yeah. And, and when you say exercise, you're, you're talking about it being like habitual stuff you like to do, right? Oh yeah. I burn about 600 calories a day just from walking my dog. Um, perfect, 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 perfect. and then, you know, of course I do some weight training, but honestly, like I was an athlete back in the day and I just don't have the drive in the gym the way that I used to, because I don't have yeah. that team to back me up. So, right. So you've lost about 90 pounds from 350. So that means you're at about 260 right now. Yep. I'm wondering, I, I bet you, I bet you, especially at your height, I bet you if you get down to 200 pounds, the accessibility of, of, of things in life that hadn't been normalized to you are going to be amazing for you. You know, I'm like, excited for that. I yeah. told myself that once I get to 250, I'm going to go zip lining and I'm going to go horseback riding. So those are yeah. all barriers and, to that weight. Right. Absolutely. You should, and I, I highly suggest to do all those things. If you go zip lining, make sure it's like, like try to do the, like the ones that, that you can do on the trails and stuff like that too, because then like there's some other added, you know, it's just like some other bonus next to it. And you should be really proud of yourself. And I, I know it probably sounds like, like I, I come off super negative about Ozempic and stuff like that. My biggest worry is that like, is your doctor telling you all the possible side effects? Is your doctor like, like is, for a lot of people, it's the their insurance doesn't cover a bunch of it, so then all of a sudden they get this massive bill for it and shit like that too, you know. But also, it's like my big like what if I was you, what I would be asking my doctor is, what's the plan for when you reach the like seventy two week mark on it? Because you're yes. not supposed to use it for farther than seventy two weeks due to the possible side effects and stuff like that, right? Right. Now it sounds it sounds to me like you're fucking killing it with with uh, just your lifestyle habits and stuff like that. The thing I would worry about necessarily is if you come off of it, it is absolutely the thing that's making you nauseous with food. Like, I mean, yes. like it, it, it absolutely, everybody I've ever spoken to says that, right? But if that all of a sudden isn't a thing anymore, you know how like when people have problems with food, all of a sudden you get to try new foods and they're like, oh, you got to try new food. And it becomes like the thing you think about a lot. A lot of foods you might have had, a, you might have had issue before that you don't now because they make you nauseous. That might come back. So I would just be prepared for that. You know what I mean? Yes. And like, I, I, I really think that like, especially... How you're eating now, if you can build it into like a nice habit, uh, I, 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 you should be super, super, super proud of yourself. I personally would would be talking to another doctor about like, hey, am I diagnosed correctly? You know, because next they'll, they'll start talking to you about surgery for PCOS if, if it doesn't cure. Wow. I did not even know that. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. um, right. I don't have the typical PCOS symptoms as in I don't have the polycystic ovaries. I okay. just have the insulin resistance and um, the high free volume of testosterone. But arguably, I do have to wonder if it was only high because 
um, I was in athletics because I was squatting 650 pounds and like benching like stuff. shit. So that's like fucking big weight. Yeah. So like I was strong and like my coach has a peak. Perf- like he is he was amazing at getting us into our peak potential for lifting. Right. So and part of that was like cycling and like rate and having our testosterone raised naturally through like exercising and um, managing our cortisol and so on. So I just have to wonder if like that was affecting it because it also changed like my heart because I, I frequent several doctors thanks to um, my PCOS symptoms when it wasn't unmanaged. Right. Um, but I guess the, my main reason why I hopped on here and actually I had to hop off soon because we get, we're going to a yeah, birthday please, party. Please, yeah. Please do ask the question you want. I'm sorry. I, yes. I, I, I got, I got too interested in, t- in asking you questions. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, so I listen a lot about your April Lauren commentary and I have to be honest. I, yes, it is the food with April Lauren. It definitely is. But I also have to wonder because when I had untreated PCOS because I didn't have good doctors, I worked with a trainer and I was eating 1500 calories a day and I only lost one pound in about five months of eating 1500 calories. Um, we were doing 40, 30, 30. So 40% carbs, 30% uh, fat and 30% um, protein. Mm-hmm. And, um, we had dropped my calories several times and to the point that we were at 1500 calories. Um, and I have no problem showing my, uh, my fitness pal, those carbs. Right. And I do weigh my food cause there's no point in lying to myself, you know? Right. Um, so, and then when I started actually with the medication to treat my insulin resistance caused by my PCOS, which is like really common, um, I, I eat 1500 calories now and I lose, you know, like three pounds a week. Yeah. So. I just have to wonder if her slow weight loss is a result of her not managing her insulin resistance from her PCOS. And then I have to wonder if it's because her doctors are not actually helping her. Cause as you know, when it comes to PCOS, there's so the doctors are pretty much useless on that whole syndrome. Well, they don't really, I don't think I don't, I, to a great degree, I don't think they understand it, but I would agree. I will say this, like, like it, where I see it, I've watched a lot of her content and she has, there's been times where she has claimed that she has had her, uh, had gotten a metabolic checkup and she's perfect. Her metabolism runs great. Like, I, you know, and then, um, yes. You know, I mean, my, my biggest issue is that like, what is the truth? You know, because you're, I, I know I, the, the way I come across might be a little odd to people, but like, I really want to help people. My problem is I think she her the open lies yes uh, hurt her audience you know to a great degree you know now if she would if it would come out that she had pcos if i was her i'd be I, if i was her and wanting to get pregnant at such and such time i would absolutely do my very best to make sure that uh like everything was addressed like she it's obviously she's been obviously told that weight loss is a barrier to her getting pregnant you know so if that was the goal, I would be doing everything fucking possible, which I would be getting as many second opinions as fucking possible. Yes. Um, and I can't even tell you how many Facebook groups I'm a part of where they literally tell you about berberine, myo-inositol, all yeah. these natural supplements that you can use that do the same effect as the pharmaceuticals. Right. Um, and so I do think about that. I do think she is secretly binging slash overeating. Like I do a hundred percent agree with that. And I do not appreciate her lying to her audience. And I also think that, um, or I don't appreciate her art lying to the audience. And I also think that 
she's doing a disservice to people who have PCOS by not talking about her treatment plans for it. Yeah. Although I do understand that that could get into personal grounds, but oh well. Well, but 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 if you're putting everything like everything else online, personal ground, like if it's if it's something that affects this, it's something that she should offer to her audience. I think, but. I, I don't know. Like, that's the thing. I would like to believe her that she has it. And with, then like, what are you doing about it? Because that's something that she could actually even. She, the weird thing to me is like, she could make content off of it. You know what I mean? Like, and she, she chooses not to, like if she has PCOS, she it could easily be content that she can make. And I just, I've been doing this long enough where you see some people come up. It's like, she does a lot of stuff just for content. I don't think she would necessarily pass that up. And anybody that has is, has had issues with food, like I can look at her in videos and be like, she binged last night. Like you can see the puffiness. The like, swelling, yeah. The, the, the swelling. Like you can be like, I she binged last night. You know what I mean? Like or, or within a day or a day of day of filming, you know? And that's where I just feel, find it's what I always say, like losing weight online. It's one thing, like it's hard for me when I talk about it sometimes because I got problems with food. You know what I mean? Like. Yes. I'll find myself making certain content and later on that day, I'm like, wow, I can really eat this or I can really eat that or I can really eat this. You know what I mean? Like, it's like if food, like, because it, like when you have issues with food, they become, the more you think about it, sometimes the worse it is. It's like an alcoholic thinking about alcohol. You know what I mean? It's yes. not great, right? And so I can see it being an issue for me. So I can definitely see it like where she's even like the open admission. I, I feel like, here's my thing. I feel bad for her, but I also hate the fact that she lies to her audience because I feel bad where she's got to feel kind of stuck like this is what she wanted but did she really want it she obviously has been trying for years and years and years to get like notoriety for this stuff and i just think that to a great degree more than anything like she obviously realizes it's bad for her she talks about not wanting to weigh in all that stuff but at the same time like then do something about it but yes i i, I wish I, I i wish her nothing but the best i wish she would actually get like a second opinion about her about possibly having pcos and get some treatment for it because then I think she would lose the weight. But the problem is I can like, she shows like, and here's what we ate out. Like that's how she always eats. Like that one video where it's like, you got the pancakes, pan yeah. pancakes bacon and bacon and eggs. Like that's more food than I eat at, at, a, at a meal normally. You know what I mean? So yes. it's, it is, I, it was a pleasure talking and I loved, really enjoyed your insights too. So about, uh, about, about being on Ozempic, I would actually, um, if 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 uh, probably next week, if if you're if you same time frame, I might even talk more about uh, uh, have encourage people to come on that have different perspectives about like different medications they've come on and the goods goods and the bads. Because, like I said, I'm not against it. My thing is like it's. I worry that I worry that like people are viewing Ozempic and things like that as like a well Hollywood anything that Hollywood announces they're doing for weight loss yes. scares scares the fuck out of me. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean, like because like. They always view it and, and word it as a easy fix, you know, and I, I think that that's that that might be the issue when just like you're saying, like there's plenty of things that come alongside of it, too, you know. Yes. And I also get well, my my dad got gastric bypass surgery and I told myself I would never go that route because he has never, ever been able to eat the same sense. He has to throw up almost every meal he has. Um, and he's also one of those where he gained all the weight back after the surgery. So it wasn't even like it was worth it in the end. Right. He drinks his calories. That's how he's yeah. able to do it. Mm -hmm. um, and so when they offered me Ozambic, I was like, I, I got to think about this. But after being on Metformin and the weight loss still being as slow as it was, and I just knew after like, because I test my glucose continually. Right. Um, 
I just knew my numbers weren't coming down the way I needed to, even with fasting and eating well. And I will admit, I'm not a perfect eater. I don't think anyone is. So like, I cannot do keto. I've tried and I just hated it. So I do low glycemic food. Perfect. Um, And so when I do, when I'm eating low glycemic food, sometimes there's foods where it should be low glycemic, but it spikes my blood sugar to all hell. So I have to be careful Mm. about that still. And um, so when I started Ozempic, I noticed that actually my blood sugar was managed a lot better. And so I was able to lose that weight because of the fact that my insulin resistance wasn't so severe. Um, So that's the only one that's been beneficial for me just for that insight. Well, well, I'm happy that, I mean, happy that it's helping you. You know, I I really, really am. My, my, my biggest thing is uh, if, you know, make sure you're trying to stay exactly like do exactly what you're doing. You're like, you can't do keto because you, 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 it was unsustainable. Like it, you have to like it. Like you have to like it. Like, you can eat low glycemic and like it. Like I really believe that. Like I, I, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean it's it's a lot less um, lifestyle restrictive than keto. You know what I, I mean? would like, agree. Yeah, yeah. But it's been great having you on. Like I would like I would encourage you. Like I said, next week I might book I might book it early. So if you still have available, I might like actually just try to get the, uh, people to come on and just like kind of have a roundtable talk about like different uh, different weight loss methods they've used. I think that'll be neat. Yeah, I so think that'd I, be we'd really love, we'd awesome. love to have love to have you back on. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you very much. I'm going to hop on to Juliet now. And again, thank you very much for sharing your story. I appreciate it very much. Yeah, no problem. All right, bye bye. Bye. Juliet, how are you? Hi. Nice to actually catch a live. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, can you hear me? Okay, I don't really know how to run this. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, great. It's so funny. It's coincidental, the Ozempic thing, um, that I, it got my blood sugar under control mm-hmm. um, really good. And I didn't, I wasn't really on it for the weight loss. I was on Julicity before that. But, oh, my God, you know, it's like the first time in my life I'm not ravenous. Good. That's All the awesome. time. Mm, that's awesome. What's the deal, though? Is it going to stop? And what's the seventy-two week thing? And I'm just well, like, the you know, the, for Ozempic, the studies went to seventy-two weeks, and then they discontinued. I think it's because you can only take these medications for such a long for so long period of time. But it's something I would definitely ask your doctor, like, hey, am I going to be on this forever? Type thing, because what I would be do, what I'd be concerned about for anybody that's on it, and I tell people this, the same thing about no morbidity too. Like, it's not something that you should like. No morbidity is non-toxic, all that stuff, but I still don't think people should be on it forever necessarily. If they can't, if they, if you can manage to build a lifestyle that is conducive to uh, eating healthily and you enjoy it, and it keeps you at a healthy weight and uh, a good lifestyle, that's what no morbidity and things like Ozempic and and uh, Wegovy should be used for, not just like the okay, well, I'm just not going to eat and then go through this because the problem with that is eventually, if you don't have, like, if you're not hungry at all now. When you go off of it, eventually, does that hunger come back? You should be building ways to like the methodology that we talk about, even in, the, in our book, we talk about it where it's like, you know, I'm going to do this to make sure that I, uh, if I would go off all of the supplements, that it wouldn't be an issue. And uh, Kate, I'll be with you in just a second. I see it on there. I didn't want to think, I didn't want you to think I didn't. So, but that I, I would talk to your doctor about like, hey, when I go off of this, what, what what should I expect? It's it's to be real. The healthcare industry should they should when they put you on a, a prescription, they should tell you 
what are the possible side effects, what it's going to be like getting on it, what it's going to be like getting off of it, and how long they expect to be on it. You know? They have 10 minutes. I know, but, but, but true and I, I mean, I'm just, I think that's why, because I have yeah. a really good diabetic doctor, but uh, yeah. you are who I go to. And I mean it, I trust yeah. you so much because I've been listening well, to you for years. I do, I, thank you. Know, you. I have. I always, you know I, what I, always encur- I, I always encourage you guys to talk to your doctor. No, I'm not taking you as a medical doctor. Yeah, because I am <laughs> I not. Promise. I, I, I am not. It's just one of these things where, you know, the, that portion of the healthcare industry, I actually know very well. To talk about informed consent with people, that, that's been a, that's been a huge issue for me for the last several years, obviously, for lots of other things, too. But when you when you prescribe a drug to somebody, like if there's a chance that it's going to give them thyroid tumors, you should tell them there's a possibility that, that, yeah. that, 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 that this is the reason why. Like I've talked to people that have been on smeglitude and they didn't even know there was a black box warning on it. They don't even know what a black box warning is. And that's a huge problem because... Your doctor is not your like. There's when you when you start to, like I have, I have a degree in healthcare administration, right? There's actually oh, a class. Wow. There's actually a class called healthcare terminology you need to take. I feel sorry the, for you. Because, <laughs> you because, know because, too much, huh? Because the vernacular <laughs> the vernacular for the medical field is so different that even to be an administrator, you have to know what the what they're talking about. Like if you go into a meeting in a in like a like the the shift meeting for the nurses station or something like that. Like like if you go in right away and you start talking, like if you don't know what they're talking about, everything is in an acronyms and in terminology that you're likely not going to understand. You know, the same thing happens in a doctor's office. The doctor should be, if the doctor says any word to you that you don't understand, you should ask them what that means. And they should explain it to you in terminology that you then understand. And that is true informed consent. It shouldn't be like I a pat on the back. No, force, this is good for you. Just um, take it. I do want to get this out that after one opinion I've had many all, all my life is my doctor. I can fire them. I, they, I, I am not their client. They are my whatever. Because they've, I've been abused medically <laughs> all my I'm life. I'm sorry to hear you that. So, I'm sorry yeah, to hear that. I've, yeah, I've, that's why I go to people like, you know, real people. And I, I do. I, I wanted to ask, uh, though, is there... what What's with this the ravenous thing? Is how, I'm so afraid of that. I don't even Rav- know. I've never not known that. You know, the rab- rab- ravenous hunger. It could be in how you're yeah. eating. Yeah, it could is be. Is that a blood it, sugar it, thing? Maybe it could. It, I, 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 it could be. Like, it would, I, it would I be mean, hard. is it that be... what you're talking about? Well, With I mean, it depends. Yourself? on yourself. For me, yeah. For me, if I eat sweets early, I just, I, I, I get, I'm hungry early. I do believe it's a blood sugar <laughs> thing. It also is probably a great degree mental too. I mean, uh, you know, like I, where I love, I, like I have a sweet tooth technically. And by sweet tooth, that means I have a, a, a certain form of addiction to the dopamine release that happens when I eat sweet things. Uh-huh. You know? So, uh, but yeah. also I'm sure, I'm sure my body, I'm sure part of that is because how my body reacts to it too. I, I'm sure I get a lot of dopamine release from, from sh- sweet things. And I'm sure that it, it does affect my blood sugar levels. Like you can, like, I'm lean enough that if I eat certain sweet, th- sweets and carbohydrates, you see a difference in my vascularity. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, it obviously has a very serious biological effect for me. Oh, wow. Okay. Now it is your uh, books. Do you address these kinds of things in there? I mean, even some of them, I'm, I have not been financially able to get to your programs before and everything. And now I can, I I just don't know what, go for a book and then branch out from there. 
in the book, I do talk about blood sugar regulation. I talk about keeping my blood sugar low and glycemic index foods. I mean, uh, it's more of a term, like a, a setup on how we actually coach people and how people should look at themselves okay. with basing it based off like habits, uh, getting good hydration, good sleep, good stress relief, and then making sure that you eat foods like mostly whole foods and anything that's eaten for pleasure is just seen as that for pleasure. And it's on occasion and never done before, like uh, the evening meal, stuff like that. So uh, we do talk eat about that. Live. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Not live to eat. <laughs> All right, but I All love right. your reviews of the weight loss people or the non-weight loss people and everything. I'll let you go because I could keep you here for a week. Yeah, uh, I've got, I've, I've got delighted to meet you. That, delighted to meet you too. And everybody, just so you know, I got two other people to join, so I'm not going to go with anybody else after these people. So. uh these, these will be the last ones, but we're, we're going to get through all of them. So please do hang on. And we'll, we'll, uh, but there's no need to try to keep joining, okay? Because I do need to run here in a little bit. But thank you. I will be I back. To talk, I look forward to talking thank next week. You. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Kate, thank you for waiting. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Very, very good. Thank you. So tell me a bit about you and what, what, uh, what, what's your question? Um, I am the typical American millennial. Um, grew up fat been fat my whole life. I'm about to be 30 and I'm finally a little bit uh, better. That's I've awesome. lost 55 pounds in the last 18 months. Ooh, um, that's awesome. That is awesome. Tip, tipping 200 at over five foot two. So definitely um, obese. Yeah. Um, but if you ask anybody now, I'm getting too skinny when I'm actually still, I'm still carrying quite a bit of weight. At 150 pounds, it's so strange. Uh, five foot two. It's it's such a strange thing, you know what I mean? Like where society has morphed so much, where like, and here's the thing: I don't, I can't see your, I can't see like your entire build, right? But just looking at your shoulder frame and all like that, you're not a large framed person, you know what I mean? Like by any, by any stretch of the imagination. And when people get to there, a lot of times I think it's because they realize themselves that they have problems with food. Uh, it. I find I we have more people that come to us that have stories like that where it's like I lost weight and my entire family then got on me about losing too much weight when in fact they still were technically kind of in the obese range, you know. And the the problem with that is if they're not going to recognize like that you're you're doing it just like you're not in an unhealthy weight by any, like a small weight by any stretch of imagination five two i would imagine somewhere in the hundred and you know 115 120 range you can comfortably walk, walk around at you know like i think people get it skewed because we think of the average person but especially for women which is another reason why i, I am very animate about there being such a, like there is a difference between men and women um is like the, just for your frame your structure everything like that like like if if we compared our collarbones together. My collarbone is probably like a quarter inch thicker than yours and about three inches longer, just each one. You know what I mean? Like there's a difference. So when I say I weigh 180 pounds and people are like, well, you, you weigh less than him. And even though he's taught, like they, they forget about height, they forget about bone structure, they forget about all these things. When in fact, you're a five foot two woman, you're not supposed to weigh 200 pounds. Like no, I, I, I am, I'm a very big advocate of this. Unless you are a genetic anomaly, and tall as a woman, you are not supposed to weigh. There shouldn't be a two in front of your in front of your number, your your weight number. And we've just reached a point where we've ran right past that, and we're at the stage now where oftentimes there's a three, you know. Um, and that to me, 
normalizes that end of the scale. So when you lose 50 pounds to be in the mid, like in the mid one fifties, you look very small compared to other people. Probably like I've, it's so weird for me because like, while I decided to lose weight from my biggest down to now, uh, I'm like, so, like, it's like everybody else got so much bigger too. Cause this has like been like a four year total endeavor. Right. And the last four years have been fucking tough for people in like, like, like society. It's been, it's been tough for the last four years and people are just big, like big, big, you know? And, and clothes remember, are getting big. Yeah. Oh, Crystal was, Crystal has such a hard time finding clothes. It's insane. Like, and cause she's, I mean, you've probably seen her. Yeah. She's, a small, she's a small woman and like, she can't like, th there's many times we shop in the kids section. It's crazy. I mean, even my, I lost a whole shoe size. I wasn't even that air quote yeah. big. Yeah. That's a big thing though. that people don't even understand. Yeah. Like, I mean, like when, when you're big enough where your shoe size, uh, shoe size changes, that's, 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 that's big. What, so who's giving you a hard time, your family or is it people around you? Um, my family is very supportive, That's um, awesome. but more so outsiders, you know, work, uh, activities, things like that. Um, wow, you, you're sure getting small or you can't eat that. And you know, that's a whole, oh, the, you can't, the, you can't eat that shit. I always like, I can eat whatever I want because I can manage the rest of my shit. That's exactly what <laughs> I say. I, I can't eat. I just choose not to feel my body that way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the, that's the best up thing. Like I can, I can actually do that. How'd you lose the weight? Um, I, I took control of my life. I, you know, I saw 30 looming in the distance and I reassessed and I said, I've been here. It's not working. I don't feel good eating the way I do, not moving the way I do. It was, it was a lot of movement issue. Um, I don't do a whole lot. I do 10,000 steps a day, take two 30 minute walks. I strength, strength train three times a week. And that's, that about gets me where I need to be. Well, that's well, it's gotten you to lose you know twenty five percent of your body mass, so that's out fucking standing. Um, uh, and I'm on no morbidity right now. Oh, that's awesome! Well. Is it working well for you? Uh, it's great. Yeah, it's. Awesome. I mean, I love the no stimulant because I'm an anxious person, and the no stimulant will keep me calm enough. But then I can go through my daily office job and not have to think about food. That's awesome. I'm, we're so happy. So happy. It's working exactly it. how we were hoping it was working for people. But uh, what um. So, so the, I, I, this is a weird because you're younger, 30. Did it affect your social life at all, the weight loss? Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm no longer fun because I don't go out and drink and I don't. <laughs> uh, I don't go out to eat for a restaurant as a social setting a lot anymore. I go maybe monthly, mm -hmm. um, but that's just a personal choice and a monetary choice. Um, yeah. But yeah, it has. I've lost a few like uh, more constant people in my life that way, but no one's completely isolated me from my choices, but it, it, they are more sparse for sure. Yeah. It's weird. You, you know what I mean? Like, like, I think it's something they don't want to see and they don't want to address themselves. It has to be because like, it's, you would think like, I mean, it's, it's such a bad sign of society. Like when I was growing up, like people chose the hard way, you know what I mean? Like it was almost like a thing, like watch how hard I can grind. Like, gr mm -hmm. like, when I was in my like mid twenties, like, well, I, you know, we, people, uh, you know, I grind hard at work. I grind hard in the gym. Now it's like, people are just like, you know, the easiest route seems to be like where people go towards. Mm -hmm. And it's just strange how like people that choose to be healthier, th they know you're doing it and you're healthier. Like it's, it's not even a, it's, 
people can lie about that shit all they want. It's not even debate. Like they see you, you're like, you're more active. You're able to do more. You probably like probably have more energy and everything like that. They see that and it sucks for them. You know, like, mm -hmm. I mean, I think that I, that's why they really see it, you know, now, have you made sure you're building this in a way that like, it's easy to live in everything like that? Like you, it's, you know, it's a lifestyle. Yes. Um, I've been trying to do more of a fat loss cycle where I deficit for 12 weeks and then try to maintain for 12 and then down 12, maintain for 12. And I feel like I can maintain the new weight, which is usually about 10 to 13 pounds of a loss in that amount of okay. time for me. That's so awesome. about a pound a week and then maintain it and then take another step down. And I feel like it's been gradual and I always plan my maintenance during the holidays so I can enjoy the food that I want. And so, you know, it's, I feel like it works and it's taken what feels like forever and I'm not done obviously, yeah. but, um, you know, if it's, it's working and it's maintainable and that's, that's the goal. Well, the thing is too, losing it's like now, especially you, the last like 20 pounds should happen super slow anyway. It just should, you know, like it should be something you can very, very much maintain. I do love the idea about how you're making sure you can maintain and it's not, it's like a livable situation at that weight before you try to do another one in tears, because oftentimes it's a problem. We normally start people if they're really, really big, the deficit's going to be much larger, obviously, because they're really big and we want to get them used to a smaller volume of food. At your size, we're talking like 50, like like it's literally like 100 calories here and there at your size. You know what I mean? Like that could be that could be the difference between you not losing weight and losing weight uh, just because you probably like even with your activity levels, I would imagine at 1800 calories somewhere around. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much right on the mark. It's been going yeah. down gradually, but I've done the uh, breath metabolic test. To see where I'm at. I mean, I'm always right in the average, right in the middle, and then yeah. take off, you know, two or three hundred for that, and you know, add just an activity, and yep, just go with it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And just, I mean, if uh, I, I would think that that was that would be where you would stay for a little bit. What you might want to start doing is messing with the uh, different aspects of like, and I'm not talking count your uh, counting your macros or anything like that. But like maybe pushing protein a little bit more forward in your diet and or some other stuff, especially. Uh, if you can, like one of the exercises we have our clients do, and everybody should, should do this at some point in time, but you eat food, then two hours afterwards, no matter what food it is, you kind of take like an assessment of where you're at. Am I hungry? Which are no morbidity, so that might be a little bit less, but do I feel bloated? Do I have energy? Do I feel lethargic? Like get a full like representation of what that food actually does for you. I do talk about that in the book too, but like you get a full representation of what the food does for you because it just makes you help, but helps you make better decisions too. Like even if it's healthy food and we go out, like say there's, it's at, we're at a conference or something like that. There's certain foods that I won't eat that are presented to me that are probably still fine, but like I know will make me lethargic or if I eat them in large portion, they'll make me lethargic and it's a conference and I'm going to have to speak in a little bit. So I need to have it, you know, it's just good to know, but also it's just like, it helps you develop like a full food relationship where like, that's how I, that's honestly, that's how I got myself from, I don't drink beer anymore. I used to drink beer a couple of times a week. And I would just like sit back and be like, I don't really feel that good drinking this. You know, like, I mean, like, I don't really feel great, you know. Right. Um, Brian, I see you there, man, but I got to I gotta run off after this client. So, or after this person. Sorry about that, man. Uh, but, uh, but uh, what, any, any follow-up questions, anything like that you got for me? Um, I just wanted to add in that I also do have a thyroid disorder. So, yeah. it's not an excuse. Um, right. At least for me, I'll, I'll give that big asterisk. Um, I am on medication. I'm on levothyroxine for it, but I've also cut my dosage in half the past 18 yeah. months. And I'm, I mean, you know, the ultimate goal would be great to get off of it. Um, but of course it is hereditary. I'm fourth generation. 
So I might have to live on it, but it will get better. And I I have to say it's very highly driven by what you tell April. It's the food. Oh, yeah. It is the Uh, food. Yeah. High inflammatory foods and thyroid disorders are not a good mix, but yet it's mm-hmm. like they, they, it's like they'll put people on this thyroid medication, which is absolutely necessary. If you've got a thyroid disorder, not only should you be on your medication and religiously take it, but you should religiously get your levels checked too, because mm-hmm. especially if you're losing weight, it's like such a, a dartboard for them, right? Because they put you on like you're 200 pounds and you're eating a certain way and everything like that. They check your levels. Oh shit, we need to put her on this dosage of it, right? And then if you just cha- like even before you start losing weight, if you just change up the different foods you eat because some are more inflammatory than others, it could change the dosage that you need already. So now you got to get it rechecked. And then you lose twenty pounds. They got to check it again. Then you lose. I mean, you lose twenty pounds. You got to check it again. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, uh, there it's a constant like adjusting of the levels to be checked out. You know, whoops, hang on a second, my my virus scanner just came on. And turn it off, but it's one of those things where it's constantly like they got to constantly checking your levels. So right. that's awesome. I'm happy happy you saw that too. We have like I mean, to me like that's that's the biggest issue. Like if if you've got a thyroid disorder, if you got PCOS or thyroid disorder, if you got anything, go to your doctor, get a second opinion, even you know because like I am not a big pharmaceutical person. I know how the industry works. However, I can say this: there are some pharmaceuticals that are just absolutely necessary. And to, even though there might be some deleterious side effects, you know, in the long run, are those side effects worse than if you don't take the medication? Probably not, you know, like, because people that have, especially thyroid disorders, if that goes untreated on your medication, not only is it the weight, like the weight is actually a secondary portion of it. Your body doesn't function correctly. Like, I mean, your hormones just don't like, you're not even really the same person, right? Uh, I mean, I'm sure you notice differences in your estrogen levels, like like your energy levels, everything like that when you're on it, too. Like, it's not just a matter of the weight. It's a matter of can you drag your ass out of bed every day when you're mm-hmm. not on it, you know? Yep. And I think that people get it mixed up where there's certain people that should absolutely make sure that they talk to their doctor. Pharma is super important. It's when we get into the portion of, like, you have no other issues and you're, like... What's her name? Uh, uh, you're like you're. Uh, what's her name? The Kardashian lady. You just take Ozempic because you just want to have an injection oh, to help you yeah. lose weight. You know what I mean? Like, there's a big difference. But uh, I appreciate your input, and I, and I would like for, like to join again. Again, I think we. I, I, I'm going to try to have like a round table uh, next week, maybe next next week at the same time, where it's like we can have a bunch of people who have lost weight, and we'll take we'll all together take questions from the audience. I think that'll be neat. So okay, I, would, yeah. I would love to have you back on for that. Thank you very much yeah. for uh, for supporting the no morbidity. I'm happy it's working for you uh, tremendously. I've always wondered if it was gonna if it would work the same way for people that are on thyroid medication stuff like that too. So thank you very much. I mean, it works input. perfectly for me. That is outstanding, outstanding. Um, and I see a few other people have wanted to join. I got to run. I've been on for like an hour, fifteen minutes. I do. It's Saturday. I'm gonna do a little bit of uh, prep cooking. I want to cr- catch a workout, and then me and Crystal are gonna hang out for the day. So. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow, though. So uh, thank you very much. And again, Kate and everybody else who joined, I really appreciate you guys. So thank you very much. Thank you. All right. We'll talk soon, guys. Bye.